Baby. <laughs> Every everybody fuck? is a critic. Everyone's a critic. Come eat some of this cake. He looked like he could get a little weight. Looked nice and out like this in your face. <laughs> okay. Okay. Blitz uh, has bars. Uh, <laughs> Clip. <laughs> yes. Clip the audio. <laughs> you you did. <laughs> I wanted to clip the audio. Shut up, Pancham. My God, we're trying to do a podcast. Go Fifty Shades of Fuck Yourself. Don't you know we're professionally <clears throat> terrible podcasters? Uh, yeah, Margaret. Yeah, tell me when we're going to start. <clears throat> bark, bark, bark. Welcome back to the Far Strider Podcast. I'm Far Strider. And I'm Blitz. It's so nice to meet all of you in this <laughs> dark alley. Oh, now you're going to be all quiet after you were sitting there singing Lizzo? Oh, bitch, fuck you. I recorded that. Did you really? Yeah. I need you to That's not. part of the open. <clears throat> I, I need you to not do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a singer. Uh, not a singer. But yeah, so <clears throat> it's 1121, so it's officially still morning. Ding, 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 ding. And it's Blitz, and it's Farstrider, and it's morning. So what does that mean? It means it's Blitz and Farstrider in the morning. Bark, bark. Oh, uh-huh, God. totally. And we've Hell got coffee. Beach. We, we have coffee, so we have the things we need for, for a morning pod, podcast. What the fuck are we even doing? I don't know. I mean, you set the shit up, so I guess it's a podcast. This is your show, Lindsay. <laughs> Get the ball rolling, Brenda. God damn it, Kathy. God damn it, Karen. Uh, Karen Julian. <laughs> Janice in accounting, and she's oh. pissed. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, what a Karen from finance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Janice and Karen, they really don't get along. Oh, my God, you don't Not need a all. reference. I don't. I don't. But I'm I'm just making up my own shit while we're at it. Cause... So just to let all of you know, if you haven't heard, um, I watch um, the Fantastic Drag uh, YouTube show uh, with Trixie Mattel and uh, <laughs> Katya. Wow, I can't believe I forgot. Yes. And... Uh, yeah, the the most famous thing that they like to reference is a drag queen that they met, and her name was Karen from Finance. <laughs> that is the best drag name I've ever heard. Well, and they also had, like, apparently, like, a group. So it was, like, Karen from Finance, Barb from Accounting. And I'm like, Barb from Accounting, that sounds about right. A bitch named Barb would be from Accounting. <laughs> Right? She knows like, the muns. Yeah, she does. She does. And she's going to withhold from your paycheck. <laughs> she's going to garnish your wages. <laughs> all the garnish, all the time. No wages. <laughs> no wages. No wages. <laughs> it's, it's Bitch, like, you don't get paid. It's like when they bring you a plate that's supposed to be salad and it's just fucking parsley. Salad. <laughs> fucking salad. Oh. I'm so tired of salad on this fucking diet. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're on the keto diet. I am on the keto mm, diet. You're doing keto. And, and how are you doing on keto? From, well, when you, from when you very first started, how many pounds are you down? Um. Well, I dropped down to my low mark, which was 13. And then I had a three-day binge because I wanted bread. And I'm back up. Uh, about four pounds, so it'll drop soon, though. I mean, it's probably just going to be water weight, and then it'll eventually actually go back to it being the fat leaving my body through my butthole. But I don't know how keto works. All I know is it's a magical uh, diet that lets fat people be skinny. Right. Getting there. Mm. So I can fit in everything and look sexy. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, uh, you know, no shade, but you... (laughs) You're fucking hot, yeah. and you just you. But you need to you need to look in the mirror and feel that you're hot. What you're looking at. That'll so. take a long time. <laughs> like, no, you're cute. I'll be like, bitch, where? Where are you looking? Can I borrow your eyes for a second? Uh, at your romper. 
What? We're not talking about that right now. Why? Yes, okay, yeah. I'm padded right now. Whoop de fucking do. Mm-hmm. Shout out to ABU for letting me wear the peekaboos, you know. Arf. Bark. You're the most adorable padded pupper. Ha! <laughs> Arf. That is adorable. No, I am not. Uh, yeah, yeah, you are. There are people that are half and, my weight and look way better. And your husky kigu? Oh my god. Yes, so fucking husky cute. Kigu. Arf. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Great, ooh. it? So, speaking of drag queens, mm. did you watch the rest of Dragula season three? No. No? Bitch, I don't have a, time. A drag king one. Cheers to Landon. Bark, you don't know what I'm talking about, though. Well, I do, because I helped you. Well, I didn't help you. I watched, like, the first episode with you. But, you know, congrats to <clears throat> gender equality and all that. You know, I know that uh, drag queens typically are in the shine of uh, the drag world. But it is good when a drag king can come along and basically snatch all their fucking wigs. Uh, literally. I mean, that the whole season, start to finish, it was one of those seasons where you're just like, oh. Yes, this is happening, because Landon is fucking slaying the shit out of everyone. Mm -hmm. It was fucking awesome. Badass king. But yeah, so props to Landon. Props to the Boulay brothers for season three. That was fucking off the hook. And also props to Vander Von Odd, season one winner, who did a lot of the set design. Bark. Party. Party. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yay. I say party a lot in my real life, too. Because I don't want to be like, okay, that's cool. Or, oh, that fucking sucks. Or just all I have to do is just say party. And I just have to do it with like a certain infliction within my voice. And it'll just be like, party. Or, party. So what you're saying is you're adorable. I'm not adorable. I just throw shade in the most. No, No, you're. Meticulous of ways. You're adorable. Delano. I hate that you said that. <laughs> I mean, adore Delano. Party! Uh-huh, party. <laughs> party. Now listen, if I, made, if I made the money that Adore does, <clears throat> I would be extremely happy. Uh, I, I, because money does <laughs> buy happiness. It just amounts in big quantities. That sentence I made mean, no that's sense. Not, that's not untrue. That's not untrue. I mean, it made some sense. Somebody out there somewhere understood maybe... Like one-tenth? A little tiny bit of that. But it's like, I understand the first word. All the rest just kind of sounded like (laughs) germlish. You know, or something. Like you do. Like you do. Like like you do. Okay. Harold. Julian. So, so, okay, so... Oh, Jesus, it's coffee. It's not... I shouldn't be burping coffee. The fuck? Um, so, here we are. We're back. It's Blitz and it's Farstrider in the morning, and it's been a, a hot fucking minute. Yep. So, how you been? I'm I here. Mean, so, I'm here, so, girl. I'm so, let's here. review. The last time you and I did a podcast was way the fuck back in the spring when Shane Dawson had a new thing out. Oh, wait. My God, it's like... Happening again. He's got a new thing out right now, and we're doing another podcast, but I haven't watched it yet. What the fuck is wrong with you? I've been fucking busy. Bitch, so have I, but I can still fucking stand. (laughs) I know. I really need to just make some time and watch, like... You need to watch the entire episode tonight. Do you not know Um, what's going on right now? Well, I know that he launched his makeup line, and Shopify couldn't handle it, so it broke. And then uh, when it finally did come back up, it sold out in about the blink of an eye. Yeah, no, it sold out within 20 minutes. Um, It was on three different platforms, and they all crashed. Mm -hmm. I don't care. Acorns, leave me alone. I know I'm making muns right now. (laughs) Um, No, it, it fucking went off with a hitch. They thought that it might... Well, Jeffrey thought that, that obviously it's going to be a huge hit, and Shane thought that it was going to be a flop, uh, but both of them didn't realize the magnitude of what they were going to get, like what like what people are really going to react to it, and everybody's reacting to it in such a positive manner, even though they sold out like really quick, and they're going to be able to do a small restock. Uh, 
like within like a month or so, but they're going to have to do like the major restock back in 20 or next in like 2020 because it was such a huge sale. They're, they excessively, not excessively, they essentially, um, failed due to their own success. Yeah. They did not realize the magnitude of what it was going to be. Um, even though Shane should have realized that he's almost at 50 million subscribers. He's almost well, at the Ruby play button. That said, I, I wouldn't call it a fail. And no, I, it was I'd it, call no, it a win on top of a win because they won so much. They literally broke the internet the way like a fucking Kardashian would. Yeah. Well, it's sad that that's a reference that makes sense. It's Ugh. fucking hilarious that, that they sold more than probably a Kardashian ever did. <laughs> Sorry, I'm focused I, I don't right know. now. I'm doing something. <clears throat> that, that that is a possibility, though. But, um, I don't know. Huh. But essentially, it's it's great. It looks fantastic. Following the journey really made it more personal for both of them. And uh, for anybody who was watching and being such a loyal Shane fan, they were able to finally get their hands on something that, you know, was really close to him. And not just because it's like merch. Um, but it was something that he put a lot of time and effort into, um, <clears throat> through Jesus. They started, I think they started in like January of this year. So it was a total of 10, maybe 11 months of just like consistent hard work. Um, him and Andrew filming constantly them having to go through, um, <clears throat> the scandals and everything that happened within this year, like with, uh, James Charles and Tati Westbrook and, uh, all that shit that happened. And surprisingly enough, they didn't like touch up on it at all through the series. Well, um, they didn't, they didn't, I mean, I, there's I, theories about why. Well, and if you watch the time period that they did, um, they, they were going essentially like month by month until they hit May and then they completely skipped summer, which is when all of that shit was happening. And then they went right to October. Yeah, and um, which I mean makes sense because yeah. they don't want to, they don't want to rekindle a fucking fire that has already essentially been put out. You know, they don't, which is smart. But I know that a lot of people might have wanted to, um, like see like behind the scenes and what was going on. I mean, that's how they did it when the robbery happened, um, when that stupid fucking controversy with him fucking his cat, which was beyond stupid uh, right because i've watched him since 2008 and you can honestly tell that he's just joking yeah i mean if you don't get the fucking humor and if you're too much <laughs> of a fucking pansy ass then you know maybe you'll interpret it the wrong way right? but for somebody who actually gets his yeah. humor um <laughs> it's it was fucking hilarious and you could totally tell that nobody you're getting a call I am getting a call. What Who is it, Brenda? Yes. Uh, hold on a sec. Okay. Yay for do not disturb functions on the phone. It should not bother us again. Good. <laughs> um, and and yes, we we can get back to it. So uh, you were talking about Shane Dawson and the um, and the series and a bit of the, you know, Philip. DeFranco just yesterday on his show was actually talking about the whole fact that they've kind of skipped over a lot of the controversy and drama that was expected to kind of be addressed in the show. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> and a lot of people think that uh, what's happening is that after the first episode, they made a conscious choice to pivot and instead of focusing on the drama and that stuff, went a different direction and focused more on the, the business product. and the product mm -hmm. um, and, like, the backstory of launching that product instead of the drama of the, the bullshit happening around everything they were doing. Mm -hmm. um, and so... It's interesting. Some people think that that was all because some of that was in the trailer initially before it came out. Mm -hmm. um, and so some people think he was clickbaiting everyone. Pancham, 
Stop. Go piss off, cat. <clears throat> um, they think he might have been clickbaiting people to get more views. No. He's Shane Dawson. I don't really see him needing no, he to do doesn't, that. He doesn't do clickbait. Um, like, nobody in his circle does clickbait. He just, he originally showed something, and, you know, he was like, I'm not really feeling like I'm going to show this. He, what he, <sighs> oh, there we go. <laughs> uh, no, what he likes to do is... He likes to do his own thing, and his own thing is mainly him, just not... He doesn't really give a fuck anymore, which is great. Yeah. I mean, for so many years, he's he's given too much of a fuck. That's why he has so many breakdowns, and... At this point, like, even during the series, after this fucking, like, cat thing, again, sorry to bring it up, but he he even said in the series, he's like, I'm done, this is fucking stupid, um, and then he even said that if any other controversy comes up, then he's basically, he's gonna use it as momentum to just advertise his fucking palette, which is great, because he really shouldn't give a fuck about what any other, like, what people say from jokes that he told, like, seven to eight years ago. Right. And I think that's um, that that touches on uh, there was that clip the other day of Obama talking about cancel culture and how it's just gone too far. Mm -hmm. Like it's one thing to call someone out for something, but it's another to just make a like lifestyle out of doing that um just calling people out and shutting them down and not giving them a chance to uh learn correct their behavior do better do something different explain whatever the fuck um you know like you look at that that joke sure that might have been in poor taste it was some years ago. The internet was a different place. Mm-hmm. Shock value was what got views and listens mm-hmm. and stuffs. And so, of course, Shane Dawson's going to be all like, yeah, no, like that time I fucked my cat or whatever. Yeah, it's, um, it's it, definitely the internet has pivoted a lot. Yeah. Um, because, you know, back in then it was just like, sh- uh, it was like skits and just trying to get shock humor, um, which got the clicks, which made everybody, you know, happy, which is why sketch comedy was so good back then is because people who were able to take a joke loved it. And now mm-hmm. the internet is such a huge place where people, you know, people essentially capitalize on other people's emotions. Um, it's it's just it's so stupid that people can't yeah. just say what they want to say on the internet. I mean, there's a couple of things that, you know, there is a right to free speech, all that. But also at the same time, there's a society moral that people really need to keep in mind. Like, you really shouldn't say anything racist. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it might be a right to free speech, but at the same time, that's also kind of slander, and that's kind of against it. Well, I I think that comes back to a thing that a lot of people forget about free speech is, yeah, you you have a freedom of speech. You can say shit, but the backside of you having said something is the consequences of having said that. So if you whip out some racist whatever or some... um, anti-trans, anti-gay, anti-whatever kind of rhetoric or comment or even a joke, uh, you then have the consequence of how people received that comment and reacted to it. Um, And that's, you know, meh. It's, cancel culture is something that should not even exist. Yeah. Um, Because it's, it's, uh, it's automatically somebody who made a mistake, um journalists and things or like fucking pop culture blogs they exploit it to get them to get more views and to get more clicks on their site which just it's essentially like a forest fire that just gets way out of hand and then people just say oh they need to be canceled you know this is terrible and it's like yeah but i mean come on it's not that big of a deal Absolutely. Somebody made a joke. Big fucking woo. Like, yeah. who, who fucking cares? Well, and especially, so like with comedy. 
Um, and there's been a lot of a lot of stuff lately about people. Um, and also, can I just say one thing? Yeah. Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself. No. 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 They actually proved that he Al- didn't kill himself. Allegedly. No, he did not kill himself. And I know. I was like the I person. Know. I know. I'm like you know, thanks memes. You know who did? Was it OJ? <laughs> I mean, hey, he's probably hard up for money. I bet he'd do it. Oh, please. OJ Pay him some cash. OJ is No, he's not. He's like broke or some shit. Well, that's his own fucking fault. He got away from the original murder or murder trial, and then you know he kind of got fucked for another reason. I can't remember what it is. And well, you know, he assaulted someone in an elevator in Vegas at one point, and that's what put him in jail for one stint. I have I no know. remorse for O.J. Simpson. He made his fucking bed, and now he has to lie in it. I don't really care that you know that thing that happened um, back in the day. I think it what was it 1994 that that happened. Was it ninety no. four? Uh, I have no idea. It was sometime in the early nineties. I think yeah, it was let's ninety. Go with that. I think it was ninety four because let's I think go with that. Well, I think that it was ninety four because uh, I think everything happened like a year before I was born. Um, but it's like you you made your fucking bed, dude. Yeah. And yes, the glove didn't fit. Yes, we we all get it. That's why he was able to get off. That's why yes. he was able to be acquitted. When you're wearing one leather glove, it's not very simple to try and pull on another fitted leather glove. Yes. <laughs> um, but he he got away, and yet he decided to uh, get fucked. <laughs> and Basically. therefore, yeah, and therefore Basically. he he made his fucking bed. He. He made his own fucking bed. I don't fucking care. Yeah, absolutely. I'm worried about me and my life right now. I don't fucking care about fucking O.J. Simpson. Yeah. Who the fuck talks about O.J. Simpson anymore? Apparently us. Why are we doing that? Yeah, I don't know. Because we're master podcasters. Mm. Let's get yes. away from that. <laughs> Vigia Games. Let's talk about Vigia Games. Vigia Games? Vigia Games. Um, Star Wars has a new game coming out. Yeah, fuck Star Wars and anything that has to do with EA. <gasps> I mean EA, yeah, fuck them. Yeah, but fuck EA. Let's talk about BlizzCon. Uh, Let's talk about BlizzCon. Are we gonna talk about Blizzard? Okay, and... so okay, so I know you don't want to talk about Blizzard. I know you don't want to talk about Blizzard for no, we a can specific totally reason. Talk about okay, Blizzard. So and... let's get let's get the bad let's get the bad thing out of the out of the way first. Okay, yes, what they did to that Hearthstone player was terrible. Yes, the way that they basically said yes, we accept. What we did was bad, and then everybody started clapping, and they took, like, no... They didn't really say what they were going to do to help him out and what they were going to do to kind of do right what they did wrong. Yes, it's no, terrible. they announced Overwatch 2. Well, I'm getting to that, you fucking pleb. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I was getting the bad stuff out of the way first. You just ruined it. Overwatch 2 is just a cover. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's Do you not understand what's going on with the it? the rest under the rug. Yeah, and they're also fucking releasing Diablo 4. Literally, what they did was... Yes, it was bad. All that. Fucking, it happened. Get over it. The, that also has to do with cancel culture, where people's like, I can't play Blizzard anymore because of what happened. And it's like, oh, yeah, no, you're not playing dumb. Blizzard. Blizzard is just the company. I am allowed to like Overwatch because Overwatch may be connected to Blizzard, but Overwatch did not do that. <laughs> no, and there's a whole. So that's Jeff the other Kaplan thing was too. not like, hey, we're going to go over to fucking Hearthstone and cancel this guy because he decided to be, you know, he was on the side of wanting to help Hong Kong. Yeah. Yes. He did not do that. That's fucking Blizzard. Well, Fuck and, Blizzard in its own. And the other side of that, too, is, you know, yeah, Blizzard, and they create WoW and Overwatch yeah, and all yeah. this shit. But, but, Blizzard has a few executives that are in charge of the company and maybe say stupid shit like, you the know, cucks. don't support the Chinese freedom or whatever. Um, but, but... There's a whole company of individual people, programmers and game designers, uh, that create these 
games that we all enjoy and play. Yes. And so why you shouldn't have to abandon a game just because some douchebag at the top of a company made a, a dumbass decision. Yes. So now I'm going to get back to it. Overwatch yes. 2. I, I'm so fucking excited that it's a thing. Um, I was at work and I saw like um, an Overwatch review channel. I know I'm going for it, baby. Calm down. <laughs> uh, I was at work, saw that somebody was uh, reviewing it, and then I saw that they released a new cinematic. Literally sat there and watched it three different times. It looks great. I'm glad that they're going through with the present. Uh, they're finally moving the story along. Overwatch 2 is going to be PvE moving the story along. I love how everybody almost looks... They look different, but also the same. Like, Reinhardt has a beard. Uh, Genji wears a hoodie that actually matches up with his aesthetic. Mei has new armor. Uh, Mercy has, like, a new hairstyle that looks cool. Um, Tracer looks a little bit different. It all looks great, and I'm ready for a PvE mode to be able to move the story along because that's entirely what I wanted in Overwatch. I love playing PvP. It's fine. I get pissed off a lot of the time, but I still enjoy playing it. This will help move the story along especially since the first mission is going to be in rio de janeiro which is one of my favorite uh characters home spots and that's lucio and they redid lucio to look really cool and they're basically going to explain what's happening between them talon and null sector and i'm really happy that it's happening i'm f i can't wait for it to be launched um i can't wait to know if Echo is actually going to be a player, which it looks like she's going to be. Um, I'm excited to see what uh, kit they're going to give Sojin. Um, I'm ready for just everything to get dropped, everything to be fucking dope, and I'm going to be super fucking high when I play it. Wait, so Overwatch has a storyline? Are you fucking kidding me right now, or are you being funny? I mean, it's funny because I'm that unaware of what the fuck Overwatch is. Like, I know what Overwatch is. I've seen you play it. But the only thing I know about Overwatch is the multiplayer online battle royale. You know, uh, OK, that's all okay. I know. About it's not Overwatch. a battle royale. I'm going to smack you. <laughs> I don't know. The the PVP. Yes, That's all PvP. I know is it's the PvP. It's a six-man PvP. Okay? It is a first-person first shooter that is PvP 6v6. It is not a battle royale. It is not Fortnite. It is not <laughs> fucking... Fuck Fortnite. It is not Fortnite. It is not Apex. Don't fuck Apex. I like Apex. Um, no. It does have a story. It has a huge story. There's a timeline where everything is laid out of why Overwatch was created, what they did, why it was disbanded, and now why it's coming back. Okay? There is also individual origin stories for each character. Okay? It no, is, that's it's cool. got some I huge lore. I didn't know it was like a real game. I thought it was just like PvP. No, it actually has like story. That's why there's like a bunch of cinematics because it explains what's going on in the system, why Winston wants to get everybody back together, what happened with Reaper and how he got from Gabriel Reyes to Reaper, why Moira is a thing, uh, why Sigma, which is their newest hero, is going on, like, happening, um, and why he's all fucked up and why he's able to talk to the universe in his mind because he split personalities and shit, why Lucio has the technology that he has and why it co-inherts with Symmetra. There's a lot that goes on. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm glad to hear that because I really enjoy a video game that actually has a, a story to tell and isn't just a PvP experience. I just you know, wish like I, when when Halo One came out, that was fantastic. You had you had a whole game and story to play. Mm -hmm. And about the yes, flood. I'm dating myself. I'm old, uh, but You're not dating yourself. Halo came out in like what two thousand, two thousand one. Mm -mm. Halo was it came out on original Xbox in the 
late 90s. I was about to say, I was like, was it pre or post 9-11? <laughs> it was way pre. Um, uh, I'm in a pre. <laughs> I'm in but, a pre-Halo. But that had a fantastic storyline to play through. It was a wonderful game. But it also had a really, really awesome PvP mode, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, back before the days of internet gaming, it was all, you know, LAN, LAN setups, LAN parties. Let's get together and LAN our Xboxes together and game. And well, you're making it, it sound fun. like people of my generation have never LAN'd, and they have, because I remember specifically doing a LAN party when we wanted to play Durees on Call of Duty World at War. And and there we go. There we go. There's a game. Call of Duty. Call of Duty used to be a game. Call of Duty used to be a game. That was play, just... playable, and now it's just a PvP with a pretend game in the background. Yeah, I mean, to be completely honest, when I played Call of Duty, I never played the campaign. Nobody ever did, because they were shit. Yeah. They were shit, and the play, the single-player playthrough was terrible. No, that's what I was saying. Terrible. So, I mean, I only played it for the multiplayer aspect and for the zombies aspect. I didn't play some of them because they didn't have to do with zombies. I only played Call of Duty basically for the zombies, <laughs> because it was great. It was a great way to not only be a teammate, but also being able to like test your fucking limits you know i loved playing it but back to overwatch (laughs) i'm excited for it back on topic yes i'm excited for it um i wish that they did more stuff with diva because that is my favorite character um diva is bae diva is waifu (laughs) but i'm excited to see what they do um i see that they're going to be going to multiple places uh like they have multiple missions all laid out um and hopefully the characters that are supposed to be with those maps also show up like when they go to paris i want to be able to see widowmaker um if they go to busan i'd love to see widow um and just like with uh lucio in rio i i kind of want to see that with everything i mean hopefully um like ash and mccree and things they show up on route 66 Uh, I think that that would be super cool, but we'll see what Blizzard does. We'll see if Overwatch kind of screws the pooch on it or not. Uh, What's your confidence level that Blizzard's not going to fuck this up? I saw the gameplay and everything. I mean, everything looked like it was from the first mission, which people were able to play at BlizzCon. Um... And it looks really promising. It's got like a... They they essentially said that it was built in the same engine as the original Overwatch was, but they just... up. It's an updated engine. So it has like... Basically, the it has the original feel with like new textures and things. So I think that it'll be really cool to see. Um, I hope to Christ that it's not going to cost a fucking arm and a leg to buy it um we don't know if it's going to be an individual game by itself or if it's just going to be an expansion to the original overwatch it's hard to say right now um but it's going to be really good hopefully and it doesn't ruin anything like how the remastered battlefront came out because that was shit and that's why i don't trust ea in star wars at all well i mean ea has made lots and lots and lots of mistakes over time. But the new Star Wars game looks pretty lit. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Um, Whether or not it it actually is beyond the the test levels they've let reviewers play, who knows? But I mean, Outer World looks great right now. Um, they say if you're a real fan of Fallout 3, then you'll really like that. Um, I, I, I have a huge question when it comes to Bethesda. Basically, being uh, Bethesda. Yes, Bethesda. Being like, do you guys actually realize? I, I can't tell if you're really trolling us at this point, or if you're just so stupid that you don't see what you're doing. Honestly, the way they've they've done Fallout so dirty. <laughs> they've done Fallout so terribly. Like when I I was so I excited when seventy six. They're trying to kill the franchise. I honestly think that they are trying to kill the franchise because you can't. You can't have 76 come out. Everybody talks such shit to it. 
and the main reason why they're talking shit about it is because of all these fucking micro, these microtransactions and these loot crates and shit. And then you come out and to be able to get all this shit, you have to pay to play and you have to pay to win. Oh. And then you come oh. out with fucking Fallout One Pass, which is a hundred bucks. But and we you have, have to- a solution. We have a solution. I'm so mad about them. We're we're gonna give you fast travel for a hundred dollars a year. Isn't that amazing? It's, no, it's not. It's. <laughs> I don't understand what Bethesda is truly thinking. I can't tell if they're being if they're trying to be funny or not. I don't know if people are actually spending money to get it. There is no. No point, which makes no sense because when I was playing Fallout 76 before all of this shit happened, when it first launched, I was able to fucking fast travel. Yeah, I had to spend some caps to be able to do it, but I was able to do it. So now people, like, they spend a hundred bucks a year to be able just to fast travel and get, like, exclusive perks and all this shit. It's The fuck is that? It's so stupid. If you want it, it's... It's such a native gameplay... Uh, it's such a fucking cash grab that it's really such a fucking slap in the face for Bethesda to say, yeah, hey, so these features that we build into all of our games when we release them, which, oh, by the way, Fallout 76, it's still kind of not done, but we're get, we charged you like 60, 70 bucks for it on launch, and we're going to keep charging you more to actually finish the game, you know, like... But now we've got fast travel. It's just going to cost you like 10 bucks a month. And it was essentially like, again, when I first got 76, okay, there are so many things that is wrong with it. There are so many glitches, which mm-hmm. makes sense. It was, it was, they should have tested it more. They should have done a lot. It was lot. like an alpha release. They should have done a lot to it. But I was able to fast travel, spending some caps to be able to do so. I understand. And I understand also what they're trying to do is, now that I just think about it, they don't want people to consistently having tr- like to fast travel. They want people to explore the area to be able to get strong enough to be able to take on things like in the fucking Cranberry, uh, the Cranberry Bog, which is, it's a good thing. But being able to deter people away with a hundred bucks a year to be able to fast travel, that's just not the way to do it. Well, and... and <sighs> You know, I, I've always been more of an Elder Scrolls fan. <sighs> Elder Scrolls. And so these moves with Fallout are kind of scary because Elder Scrolls is a couple years down the road still, the next launch of that. And it's like, well, fuck, is this going to be the business model for it? But I don't know. that said, I've played Fallout and, you know, I get, I get the whole idea of trying to force players to explore areas. But the thing about That's it is... That's not the is, way to do it. <laughs> well, and the thing about it is with a game like Fallout or Elder Scrolls, it, the players do explore the areas, but they do it on a need base. You know, you don't go to the grocery store when your kitchen is already fully stocked you kind of you go to the movies instead and Bethesda is trying to make you go to the grocery store before you can go to the movies like I don't know why I'm doing this analogy just basically like when you're a low level yeah you're going to explore everything because you need like all the fucking resources but Mm -hmm. the further you get in the game you're kind of like I really don't need the distraction of going through this bog. I really just need to get over there. I'm going to fast travel to this other location I found like a month ago and then go from there and keep going. And, you know, they're just like, no, but like you totally got to go back through that bog and be really bored killing the same lower level creatures. That no, 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 yeah. no. Cranberry bog. No, no, I'm, I'm okay. doing a metaphor. I'm not speaking right. literally about okay. the bog. I know the so, bog is supposed to be a bit more hard area. So <laughs> this is also the thing that I have a problem with is they were also really lazy with it um, because they literally, during their launch and things of 76, they showed the first part of, like, when you come out of the vault and it looks beautiful. Everything looks great. And then, like, you get further on into the map and everything just looks trash. They didn't update the engine at all. They literally built 76 in the Fallout 4 engine, and it looks like shit. And it fucking pisses me off. 
Yeah. Well, and and then they were like, yeah, no modding, but you know they've kind of they've Bullshit. released that now. Mod modders are working on the game again. Yeah, and fucking modders are trying to make the game. The better. first thing that happens all the time is people bring out the ENBs, the um, the that redo the lighting and uh, environment, mm-hmm. uh, and. That game actually looks like shit when you walk out of the vault. You just don't know it because the entire game has this amber haze uh, that's been just it's drug bloom. across it. Yeah, they had a shit ton of no, bloom. No, no, it's not even the bloom. It's actually a haze that exists in the game. And one of the, the modding channels I watch on YouTube, MXR, um, <laughs> the first time they dumped out mods, he's like, yes, finally an ENB. And holy shit, I didn't realize how crappy this game looked. And he just showed the wipe from having it on and having it off. And the EMB just removed all the haze, and suddenly the game was like, wow, that just by itself, without fixing the textures and the other bullshit that they always half-ass, um, it looked incredibly better. It just, it, it was such a letdown. Mm-hmm. 76 was such a letdown. Yeah. Because I, I was actually, I came in on Fallout 4. Okay, I didn't play any of the other on any of the previous games before. I didn't really need to because I read all the lore and everything that was happening with it. And I was I was committed to the lore because I love things that have to do with the 1960s and 50s during the Cold War and things that have to do with nuclear exchanges is it's it's a really like cool thing that I like to explore. Um, that I like to watch documentaries on, like learning about where the missile silos were in the U.S. during the 1950s and 60s, um, and then also taking the the nostalgic look of the 50s and 60s and then updating it to look like futuristic, like how the 50s and 60s think that the world would look um, in the future. That's cool, too, and I love that total exchange and i love the gameplay of it and i love like the the series of it and everything about it but they just they fucked up how they delivered it because it's not supposed to be the story behind fallout 76 is good it's good well it's the same base story behind all the fallout this is just the prequel well it's not even really like yeah i guess it is a prequel Mm. but it's Mm. it's the thought of i love (laughs) did you hear that did you hear that before it came out oh my god that was great it just like bubbled up your throat and then (laughs) there's my summary of fallout 76 um accurate uh, but I mean, I just I love the story of it. I love how they explained everything about it. Um, it just the execution was just terrible. And if they yeah. if they would have made the game better in terms of like how it looks, how it feels, how things act, it would make it so much better. And I was so excited when I first came. You know, when I came out of the vault and I was like, oh, this is going to be so awesome. And I was like, well, where are all the people? And then I found out that the storyline is like, oh, well, the Scorched took over, which is like a hive mind. And that's why there's no NPCs. And we wanted to make the experience just like people only that actually like real people want to play. And I'm like, that's kind of stupid. Right. Like, that's lazy. That's lazy on your part. It's super lazy. Because you essentially just made up more enemies that you could just copy and paste anywhere that you wanted to. And that you could just be like, well, it's not going to be like, you know, NPCs or anything are going to get in your way or have like any side missions or anything. You know, you're going to be you're going to be able to rely and act with other people. And I'm like, that's okay. They, they turned Fallout not, into an MMO, and that's not what anybody wanted. No, they wanted... and They wanted they a even, Fallout. They even said... You know, they, they tried they tried to make it a, a single-player MMO, and it just it failed. It, it's, it's the Elder Scrolls Online, but Fallout, but also not as well thought out. 
people actually enjoy playing Elder Scrolls Online and the evolution that they keep bringing to that game, nobody enjoys 76. Nobody enjoys 76. Nobody. Anybody who is still playing 76, I don't get why. I mean, are, are you, like, are you too... Are you too uh, invested in the lore, which is completely understandable? Are you... Fucking Brenda. Are you just trying to play through the story so you understand it completely better? I mean, there's <laughs> no other reason why people would want to play Fallout 76. No, there's not. There, there's nothing. There's nothing. It's... <sighs> there are so many ideas, though. Hold on. I gotta fucking, like, back this up. And they had such good ideas. I love the specific places that you go. I love that you could go to uh, a lot of the, uh, like, the nuclear reactors and things in Virginia and things. You could go there and, you know, do missions in there. I love the fact that they had Moth, uh, Mothman there as, you know, as... Uh, an enemy and he would give you good shit. I love the fact that they had specific areas that uh, tied into the lore, like the the ash pile. I can't remember what it's called, but it was like the the uh, it was essentially just like a big fracking area. Everything I know about 76 I learned from you and MXR. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz um, I didn't buy that shit. I was like, "Nope. Nope." And it just nope. it it made me the ideas were right again but the execution was wrong yes and that's what's so disappointing because i'm not even angry at it i'm just disappointed i think that's where most gamers are i think some people are a bit angry but it's it's not so much anger at I don't know, like actual anger, it's more that disappointment, that disappointment that, hey, Bethesda said they're bringing out a Fallout game, and then what they delivered was this half-assed, not even to a beta stage product that they then charged you full price for, and then they continued charging you more and more and more and more just to get the same feature set that came with a fully finished Fallout 3 or Fallout 4. Fallout 4 was such a good... That was such a good game to get introduced to it because you... You see what happens. You understand what's going on. And there's so many places you can explore. And I was excited to play 76 because it was a continuation. It seemed like they had a good story, which they did. They just, again, they just didn't execute it right. And it... Yeah. Yeah. I want to try to go back and play it. I really do. See what happens. But at the same time, it's like, I know that if I try to, I'm just going to be more disappointed. Yes, you will be. (laughs) Because I'll be like, this is... I don't recommend doing that. I just want... I want them to essentially re-release it. And what's so weird is it was so unfinished and they decided to release it early. Right? Well, you you know, it's money. It's If we release it now, we'll get all these sales and then we can add that to our bankroll, keep building the game and then roll out more features. But instead of doing that and rolling them out just as updates to the game free updates to a game that people already paid for they they rolled them out as microtransactions yeah, it's just a cash grab and that's what angers me is that's yeah. what a lot of games are right now that's why i won't play fortnite because i feel like fortnite had a good story but i couldn't enjoy it because of all these fucking 12 year olds I wouldn't know. I I don't really know much about Fortnite except you can. Uh, it's it's like uh, a builder game like Ark meets a first person shooter, and it's, it's I not don't even know. Like it gives fr- me a migraine just th- looking at how people play that. I'm like, how the fuck? What? Well, and there was actually like there was story to it when it first came out, you know, the original. And then, you know, everybody was trying to break down uh, when the meteor was going to hit and all that. And oh, like, yeah, super they've villain had some stuff. And, awesome in-game events. Like when I stopped playing it after the superhero, like the superhero thing came out, I stopped yeah. playing it because I got just I tried to enjoy it because I just wanted to be able to explore and understand the lore and everything and it was just like you have to kill people and you have to do all this and it's just like I don't want to do that though I just want to be able to enjoy it and I can't 
so I stopped playing it, and then I tried to jump on, like, I think they were in, like, season, like, eight or something, and there was, like, a fucking Hyperloop trail, there was, reju- like, revival vans, and there was, like, fucking, you could fucking get just jetpacks and shit, and it's, like, if you didn't follow it all the way through, you're gonna get completely lost, and then you're fucked. Yeah. And... That's why I'm kind of glad that they kind of just sucked the whole thing into a black hole and then they just restart it over. So now anybody can just, they can start over again. And that's kind of why I, I want to try and play Fortnite just a little bit now because it's, I think it's the original of how it was before they just started fucking adding everything to it. Yeah. Again, I don't really... The only things I know about Fortnite are the little clips I see from the gamers I usually like to watch on YouTube, but mm. I honestly, I find watching the Fortnite stuff boring. It's it's not... I'm not the demographic for that, for that yeah. content. And it makes these guys fuck tons of money, but it makes me sad because I miss watching them play games that they actually... Uh, seem to have a real passion for. Um, like, there's a couple of, of YouTube gamers that I really enjoyed watching in the past, and I haven't watched them for maybe two years now. Um, I stay subscribed because I'm like, hey, maybe they'll play something different at some point. Fortnite does have an end date. It's got to go away at some point. It's not really um, going to, because they're just going to keep well, adding to it. And It's only been a couple years. I mean, it's, it's give it a few more, they'll all move on to something else. But, like, and I'm not going to name them, because I don't want to throw shade at them, but I've tried to watch them play the game, because what I really liked watching, uh, about watching them play the game was the passion they had. They were very into it. They were very passionate about the game they were playing, mm-hmm. um, you know, like Minecraft or Pokemon Go or whatever. Um, and now they're just playing Fortnite just they, to fucking make money. Yeah, they don't have that. They're they're upbeat and they're animated and they're doing their YouTube personality and that's great, but it they just don't look like they're passionate about it. I'm just kind of like this looks like a Kardashian. Well, that's why I well that's why I like watching Game Grumps because they might not like a game, but they're still gonna be passionate about it in that moment. Well, and they're not going to pretend to be enjoying it either. They're going to be like, what the fuck is this shit? Yeah, this is like oh fucking shit. Oh, my God. And then I also like watching Oni Plays, too, because he he's basically the same thing. Like, he'll, he goes more into depth with his friends about what the game looks like, how it feels, because they're game designers. Mm-hmm. I mean, they helped. I think that they helped design Dream Daddy. Um and they know how to how to design games so they pick it like piece by piece and they actually can tell whether or not it's going to be a very good game or like a super shitty game yeah and that's what i like too because they also make it really funny but they're also giving us really good information i mean i'm never going to see them play battlefront i'm never going to see them play fucking fortnite i'm never going to see them play uh just MMOs. I'm not. I'm probably not going to see them play Apex or anything because that's just not their style. They want to play something that uh, is more indie directed, um, which is great. That's yeah. why I like watching them, and I also like watching Game Grumps too. Not only I have a lot of like time and stuff invested in them. Um, I mean, I love their music. Uh, their content is really varied, and it it's it makes it very entertaining. Mm-hmm. Because they've always got something new or different that's going to happen. Well, and there's like there's just one thing that I really don't like about them, and it's like when they play fucking like dating sims. I just I don't really like them. I mean, yeah, House Party was fun because they made it really funny. Um, Doki Doki Literature Club was okay um, because there was a shit ton of uh, there was a a huge twist to it thanks to Dan Salvato. Um, but it's just like this new one that they played where it was like fucking about finding panties or something. I just, I didn't watch that series because it didn't, it didn't appeal to me. I was like, this is stupid. Oh my God. And they, they actually did. They show, they showed them playing Overwatch, which was great. I mean, they did it the last time that I watched them play it, um, which was a long time ago was when Aaron was teaching Dan how to use Moira, uh, which was cool. And then, you know, they had their own Overwatch team and stuff, which they played um, on Grumpcade and all that. But it's just, 
there's a lot of good games that they play that I like watching, but, you know, a couple of them just kind of fucking suck. Yeah. <laughs> like, trying to find girls' panties. <laughs> like, really? Well, it's like, I like, one of my favorite YouTube gamers uh, right now is Mr. Miola. And he's basically, his channel is almost entirely ARC. And ARC is fun. I, ARC. So here's the thing, though. He is, and he self-admittedly, he is trash at playing the game. So, like, he knows how to play it, but there's so much in the game. And then he'll, like, do a modded series and throw, like... 20 or 30 mods on his game and then he'll he really he goes through it each time he has no idea what the fuck's going on um like the series he's on right now that that's actively coming out uh he started that series he's like oh yeah modded arc da 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 here are the mods we're doing and da 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 we're just gonna go through this have some fun and in the first episode he died 15 times to some crazy level creatures and he's like the fuck did i do to this world mm-hmm. but he makes it fun because he because he isn't the best player at the game he's not the you know like i've i've learned how to play the game by watching him but he's not like the go-to how to play arc youtuber he's just fucking entertaining and it's awesome but he also has a passion for the game and really enjoys that dino taming and uh resource gathering grinding to build different things kind of gameplay Mm mm-hmm um, as opposed to just like the the quick shooters and and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know I've seen him play some other games in the past. Super fun. Um, pretty much any game he he plays, I'll watch him because he makes it entertaining. Even if I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm never gonna play that game. He makes it fucking fun to watch. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like that a lot with Game Grumps. Um, when I've seen their stuff. Yeah, so. it's it's just it, it, they are genuinely having a fun time, even if the game is not fun, <clears throat> and that's what's fun. Yeah, that's true. There's my review. <laughs> Bark. Um, well, so we we we've been going a while. We've been mm-hmm. going a while today. This this is a good comeback. This mm-hmm. is a good comeback podcast. Yeah, it's a blitz and force writer. I know that it hasn't been day. super funny because I don't feel like mm-hmm. being fucking funny right now. But Bark. Um, so Julian. before we go though, let's uh, let's bring it back to about forty minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> when we were talking about uh, updates since the last time we did the podcast and went immediately off down a tangent because Shane Dawson. Yeah. Um, so when we last did this podcast, Shane had his thing out. Uh, oh, you're really we, trying to bring it back. We, uh, You had just quit smoking at the time. Oh, my God. And you had just the night before smoked your, uh, quote, last cigarette. Um, and and you kind of fell off that bandwagon. Oh, I fell off that uh, bandwagon fucking multiple times. Are you fucking kidding me? Hard. Listen, I... But... But where are you at today? What are you doing now? What are you, tell, tell everybody, what are you doing? Well, I haven't gotten a cigarette in, I think, like, two days or whatever. I can't fucking remember. Um, yeah, but you also made... You made a... A significant decision. What? Oh, the patch? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm wearing a patch. I'm not wearing it right now because it fell off because I took it off and then I tried to reapply it and it just didn't work and I'm not trying to waste them. Yeah. Because it's supposed to go through. So right now, I just, I have my jewel um, and hopefully it'll last me until tomorrow and it looks like it should uh, and then I'll be going straight to the patches. I just need to find something that kind of feels like the same way. Uh... It's just trying to get away from cigarettes, which is what the jewel's helping me do. And then eventually I'll just be able to jump off the jewel and then just go back to being patches and then I'll be fine. Um, I work in a place where it is a lot of stress. It's very stressful. I have to deal with a lot of stupid people. I deal with a lot of death throughout my days. Um, And that's why it's so hard for me to quit because that's my way of basically just taking a time out and be like, okay, I'm not going to fucking cuss at this stupid bitch named Karen. Um, or I'm not going to break down in front of my coworkers because I just saw a dog or a cat, uh, come in that is not going to leave. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's difficult, but I will, 
I will eventually. Well, and it, it's not bad to have a thing. And I'm not fucking stopping smoking weed. Fuck that. Well, oh my God, why would you? Um, exactly. Weed is good for you. Mm-hmm. Let's let's oh. not go too. Full. Yeah, let's not go down that. Rubble. Yeah, I can't do the Cardi B thing. Uh, oh, car- Um, but yeah, so, so awesome. Way to go. He's, he's on the patch now. Um, you're on the patch, little brother. I don't know why I was talking in the third person there. I don't know. That was like fourth person and stop. Stop. Yeah. Just stop. (laughs) Um, but yeah, uh, you know, on prep and all that. Mm-hmm. Taking yep. care of my yep. baby. You're on prep. You're on the patch. You're taking care of your baby. You're you're on a regular testing schedule now. Like all the things, adulting. <sighs> Adulting's hard, people. I know, but that's why it's so much fun to get padded in little for a day or two or twelve, right? If I padded in little for twelve days straight, that there's something wrong. The, like there must have been a serious traumatic event that happened. <sighs> like my parents have to die for me to like just regress that quickly and for that long. I mean, I was making a metaphor mainly. <laughs> Don't make metaphors around me. <laughs> it's what. <sighs> you it's can be what mad. I do. You can be mad. This is what I do. I'm not mad. Of course you're not. No. You can't be mad at me because I haven't done anything wrong. Because I'm an angel. When have I ever I'm a motherfucking snowboy. I don't get mad at people very often. No, you don't. No. But I know who gets you mad. Yes. And and when I do, it's like, wow, you've gotten Far Strider to that point. Congratulations. Why you mad? Because my pussy pops severely and yours don't. (laughs) Bark. Um, That was a good snap, too. That one's good smack. Yeah, come on, mouth pop. <laughs> You're all over there, like, with the snaps and the mouth pops, and I'm over here, like, blah, 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 blah. I can't get words out my you mouth. You almost sounded like Bill Cosby, <laughs> and then it's like, You're over there doing the snaps and the mouth pops and the blah. Kids say the darndest thing. I'm going to put something in your drink. <laughs> And you're going to get the most delicious pudding pop. Oh, oh my God. So I don't know when it stopped recording, but it suddenly just stopped. Like, I looked at it a minute ago, and it was still recording. Okay, then we're fine. Yeah, so I don't know if it even got us going onto the Osbournes or what. Yeah, well, it doesn't need to get us going onto the Osbournes because that is such an irrelevant subject. I can't believe that they're both still alive. That's actually impressive. That's impressive for Ozzy. I mean, Sharon, not so much. Like, how the fuck? How old is fucking Ozzy Osbourne? I have to look this up. I don't know. You should totally Google that, though. I'm gonna. Um,. But yeah, you know, I don't know. Epstein didn't kill himself. How, I love how I'm just like, how old? And it's like, how old is Donald Trump? 70? He's fucking 73. Who cares how old the Twitter robot is? I know, but like, he's really 73? Oh, uh, uh, you know, speaking of the He Trumpster does not fire, look 73. No, he looks like 90. Ozzy um, Osbourne is three years younger than fucking Donald Trump. How old is Ozzy? Ozzy is 70. How oh. the fuck... No, well, I don't. I know. don't believe so. Um, I can sum this up. Uh, dr- drugs are bad, okay? Drugs are not bad. Drugs are bad, okay? Only some drugs are bad. I mean, that's that's Wait, what? True, Adobe but... Arrow turns Photoshop layers into interactive AR experiences, bitch. What? <laughs> Now you're getting sidetracked by Adobe uh, commercials online. By the way, this podcast is being recorded in Adobe Audition. Not sponsored. No, this is so cool. Uh, It's legit, like, it's not, like, transparent or anything, but it's, like, it, it actually, oh, my God, I'm so glad that AR is actually becoming a thing because I would love there to be AR glasses. Did you hear that Apple is coming out with AR glasses in 2020? Yeah, did you hear about that? I did. I'm not excited, though, because I, I want to see what it's going to look overly like. Overly expensive. Well, they're obviously, they're going to be fucking o- overly expensive. Microsoft Hol- uh, HoloLens by themselves is $4,400. Yeah. But the Apple product, they're going to overpromise and underdeliver with the with the lens, I feel like. I don't know. Ooh. There's an Ooh. electric Audi supercar video. That's a really cool... <laughs> 
you have just gone, okay, you know, our strength is going off the rails, but you have gone way off the rails Listen, now. I'm going through my Google <laughs> News feed, and All it's right. like, I tried nine boxed cornbread mixes, and now this is the only one I'll buy. <laughs> bitch, who cares? But no, Bark. AR. I love that AR is becoming a thing. Um, it will definitely help people in the future, um, especially when it comes to, say, when the new line of ID um, Volkswagen cars comes out, like the ID Buzz is going to be coming out. It'll be cool when they're able to essentially make... Oh, God. No. Stop. Stop. No. Stop. There we go. Um <laughs> Because the ultimate dream for me, in a sense, is being able to get into your car. Mm -hmm. The windshield essentially turns into, like, an AR experience. Uh, There's sensors. That would be awesome. And then being able to, like, plug in your phone into, like, the deck. And all of a sudden, like, you could be like, okay, you're going to go this way. And then it actually shows you which way they're doing it. You can actually do that, I believe, right now with some stuff with Google where you're able to, like, put your phone up there and then it'll show exactly where you're supposed to turn. There's actually stuff about that. Shut up. <laughs> Stupid springs. Hold uh, on. I got to type in you Google. Look for that. You look for that for a minute and we're going to pause. Okay. Bark. Um, so you were looking up Google AR and you found that they've just inserted it into the Google Maps app, and holy fuck, it's lit. Yeah, like, if you're actually walking in the city and stuff, and um, you need to go to a direction, all you have to do is just, like, move your phone around so it can familiarize itself with the buildings, and then it'll tell you exactly where you need to go. Yeah. Like, not even like, oh, you need to walk this way. No, it's like you point your phone up, and it'll actually show you, like, the arrows, and like which way you need to go that is fucking dope it's it was super fucking lit and it worked both on your samsung and on my iphone google's doing some magical things yes they are um you know what else is magical that we're gonna go bowling well yes but i was gonna say it's magical that this is the end of the podcast oh bark (laughs) that works too um but you know before we can end it first we gotta tell people how they can support us um because you know you you little brother blitz you are an artist i'm not an artist you're a furry artist and a puppy artist artist. you are you have put out some designs that i have thrown onto products in the far strider merch stores bark um but you can find all that awesome stuff including blitz's really incredible designs get padded neon dog and his happy halloween design which mm-hmm. is a take on the neon dog the line art that you did yeah uh, in more of a fall and halloween theme yes good even beyond halloween yeah. um you can find all that in all the places that Farstrider merch is sold, and you can find that by going to farstrider.com and checking out the shop page or the homepage yes. or pretty much any page. Um, you can also find all the different places to follow Farstrider on the website, and maybe one day if Little Brother wants, I can throw links to his social spaces on the website yeah. one day perhaps yeah go for it um oh oh well maybe we'll do that so maybe there will be links for blitz if not now later down the road there will be mm-hmm. uh anyways i'm far strider and i'm blitz and 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 this has been a blitz and far strider in the morning bark 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 uh and uh you know that this is the end of the podcast so Say bye-bye. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Epstein didn't kill himself.